episode 29 today we're going to talk about uh don't let things get stuck to you i don't really know what we're going to call it because that's a long title but it's going to be something to the nature of not allowing everything in life to stick to you allowing things to just simply uh simply brush right off you i guess or like a duck yeah water hits the feathers and just sort of keeps going so the reason why that's a topic is because um well, first of all something that we all experience right every time we come in contact with anything or anyone in our daily routines uh pieces of them are left on us or with us um, and those pieces can be really amazing pieces. Those pieces can be the opposite of that. They can have um, a profound effect or they could be a very subtle and easy uh, understanding. Um, or it could have very little effect that you're aware of, but subconsciously could have a major effect. And as everything kind of comes into fruition and you start to figure situations out as you reanalyze the way things happened with anybody or anything on any day uh, you can always find these little uh, little tags that they left with you and those tags can build up over time they can become quite cumbersome if you allow them to uh, if you don't remove them or if you don't at least sit and analyze them so that you can figure out what those tags are and why they are attaching themselves to you uh, I guess the real question would be is why is it that only certain things seem to attach themselves to us? So a great example would be um, I could give someone, let's say, 20 compliments, but not one of those sticks to them. Then I give them one insult and that insult sticks with them forever. That's the power of what we're talking about when we say this. And the subconscious mind absorbs those tags and takes those tags and then makes them part of who the person is because they believe they're defined by what people see in them. They believe that their view of themselves is wrong and the view of others is correct. And that is backwards. That is a taught tag. That's something that's been instilled in us from a very young age to understand that we don't know ourselves better than other people know us. And even at the age of 45 years old, I still find myself being told by adults that I don't know what's best for me. And that to me is mind boggling because first of all, the people that are telling me this aren't people that I value their opinion anyway, but because of a medical degree or because of a, whatever it is, piece of paper, they feel that they know better than I do about my life. And I honestly don't understand that thought process because for me, I don't know better than anyone about anyone's life. Uh, except for my own. And the only reason I know what's best for me is because I'm the only one that's been through my life. So no one else can really advise me or give me any kind of input on what I should do or shouldn't do because they have never been through all the things that I've been through just as I've never been through all the things that other people have been through. So as I thought throughout meditation over the past week or so, I've been really analyzing why it is that there are certain things that stick and some things that don't. Why is it selective? Why is it that we just tend to gravitate or tend to hold on to the negative versus allowing ourselves to absorb all the positive? Why is it that we care? Why is it that it matters what other people's opinions of us are? Is there any kind of 
real truth. And as I sat and meditated on it, and as I really began to think about the attachment idea, you know, the, the Buddha said that attachment is the root of all suffering. And when you attach yourself to anything, you are guaranteed that it's going to end poorly. Um, I think it's easy for people to associate that with other people, attaching themselves to other people, attaching themselves to a relationship, attaching themselves to a practice, a work, but they don't really understand the idea of what they're talking about when it comes to attaching yourself to simple words or feelings or things that happen in your life. And why is it that we can't shake those off every day and start all over again the next day without carrying the words, the little tags, the day before into the next day? Because if you carry those tags from day to day, then after a week, let's say you have three tags added to you a day, you just added to your week 21 new tags. And if those tags you're only holding on to subconsciously are negative, then you are beating yourself down daily with 21 different tags that are not from you, that have nothing to do with you, that you somehow have attached to yourself. So stop looking at the tags and attachment idea as a total package thing. Look at it as these little tags over time are going to wear you down. They're going to weigh you down. They're going to take away your light. That's the point of why we're having this conversation is because learning to reprogram yourself to not have these tags, these titles, these attachments to you is really what the most important thing you can do is. But the best way to train yourself to not allow the negative tags to be the only thing that sticks to you is to constantly be feeding yourself positive tags and putting yourself in the right community around the right people being in the right words being in the right music listening to the right stuff reading the right social media surrounding yourself with nothing but positive anything vibrational energy of all types is going to give you positive tags encouraging tags supportive tags the tags that you really need to make it through life and to smile and to be happy uh, the rest of the tags are opinions those are people's opinions but those opinions are objective but not totally uh, so what i mean by that is their opinions are based on their life experiences and how they've had to go through life so what they're saying is effectively that if they say you're ugly they're not saying you are ugly. They're saying that based on their experiences in their life, the situation that they see is ugly or the person that they're looking at is ugly. That has nothing to do with you because you weren't a part of all the situations that made that person where they are today. Most people who focus on the negative or focus on the ugly are doing so because they are resistant to believe in themselves as a positive creature and as someone who can change. And that's where the problem is, is that we get stuck on this idea that we have to be what we've always been. And there really is no truth to that whatsoever because every single day that I'm alive, I'm adapting and changing and literally reprogramming my entire environment, reprogramming my brain, this entire setup that I sit at today, which I think Tara is going to have photos of. Uh, you know, I'm painting on canvas. I've got paintbrushes everywhere i've got recording equipment everywhere i've got my coffee i've got video cameras i've got my yoga mat i just finished practicing i've got my my pet 
my service animal. I've got all of the things that are important to me around me while I'm creating. I'm creating stuff that is just to create. It's not meant to be a piece of art. It's not meant to be something that's revered or collected. It's not being created for any reason other than to create because I believe creation is what we're here to do in all aspects of our life. So the more that we create opportunities, the more we create relationships, the more we create situations that are healthy, the more we create things that inspire us, the more we create, the better life becomes. And putting yourself in a position to create as many things as you possibly can, sort of like me right now, um, not sure where after what was going on because it really doesn't matter. Here's the point. You guys get the, my brain is sort of like a circus monkey, but like uh, a circus monkey that hasn't been trained yet and just bounces all over the place. But uh, most people's brains are like that, I believe. So anyway, as I was talking about tags and not when things attach themselves to us, including words and other people's opinions is very, very powerful. Um, but also programming yourself to be allow the things that are attaching themselves to be healthy. So community, um, being on the right people, being in the right environment is everything. And as we're just watching the show in the blue zones of the world, uh, biggest part of all the blue zones is the community that they are in, which is all supportive, which is all happy, healthy, encouraging, that kind of thing. Those types of tags, those types of bring togethers, those types of things are really, really, really good for us. And creating that community, your meditation, um, making sure that every day you meditate on the things that are going to benefit, are going to create healthy tags or attachments, or even better, create things that just simply ward off things attaching themselves to. So create your own barrier, if you will, from all of the negativity and pain and suffering that other people have had in their lives. Uh, their pain is not for you to take on for yourself. The problem with that is, is that the more empathetic that you become in life, the more you take on other people's emotions. And when you do that as a teacher, it can be exhausting. Only take over your life. And you have to be really careful not to absorb what they're putting out because they're trying to heal. And if you are a healer, then you're trying to help them heal. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to do that. Many people have mastered the art. Uh, of course, it's simply a practice, but never should you absorb the things that they're getting rid of. Picking up the trash that they're getting rid of is not going to benefit you or your life. Learning and dodging the trash as it's being thrown at you and processing but moving past it is what you're trying to accomplish. And the only way to do that is creating that safeguard, that barrier. And the barrier that you create for yourself comes from your internal meditation, right? You take yourself on a date, you have a really deep conversation with yourself. That conversation builds a confidence in you that allows you to realize when other people say things about you that those things are not true because they don't know what they're saying <laughs> because they have no idea the experiences in life that I've been through nor the life that I'm living or the direction that I'm going. So their judgments, their uh, tags, their words are not meant for me. They're just meant to be moved past, uh, like Matrix style, you know, dodge the words kind of thing. But um, also making sure that, you know, the community, meditation. So if you're surrounded by the right people, you shouldn't have a lot of negative words or tags or attachments coming at you. 
So it'd be very easy to stay in your meditation, which is where you keep pumping yourself full of positive stuff because you keep re-encouraging yourself, supporting yourself, believing in yourself, and know these words are crazy in today's world. It's next to impossible. If you believe in yourself too much, you're arrogant. If you don't believe in yourself enough, you're insecure. Everyone wants to title everything. Everyone wants to give everything a name. Everybody wants everything to be identifiable. But the truth of the matter is, is that this is just an ebb and flow state of emotions that are constantly going up and down and sideways and left and right and up and down. And it's never ending because we just have to learn to allow ourselves to flow with each and every one of those. Understanding them, learning them, accepting them, sometimes not understanding them is the key to allowing yourself to stay in the flow state. The only time you block yourself when you try so hard to understand something that is not something that can be understood. We aren't meant to make sense of everything last week. I talked about the fact that we're making sense out of nonsense. Well, this week we're talking about the idea that the attachments or the judgments or the words of other people do not define who you are. They are not what you are. They're not going to make you any better. Those words are meant to tear you down because those people have very little belief in themselves. And you can recognize it because it's very evident and obvious when you talk to people. Um, there's no reason to ever say anything to hurt someone else. Period. It's just not. And all of us do it. We've all made that mistake. We've all been through it. We've all said things. Well, hopefully, you're the kind of person who goes and takes corrective action after you realize you did. Is the first one to apologize. Is the first one to forgive. Is the first one to redact your words that you used to hurt someone else. Because those words maybe were said out of emotional distress or out of pain or out of suffering or out of any type of negative emotion. But those aren't who you are. They aren't who that person is. They don't need to be defined. You don't need to hold on to them forever. And you don't certainly need to stand behind things that you know aren't healthy because it will eat you up. It will not allow you to ever move forward. So this week I've had so many opportunities to learn about myself, so many opportunities to learn about how I am in relationship to other people and how I am in relationship to myself. My understanding of me is becoming quite clear within myself. Now I have to figure out my understanding with others to just as clear so that I'm able to have the healthy conversations, the healthy communities, and the meditations that I have uh, set in place so that no matter who I come in contact with, no matter what the person's going through, no matter where they are in their, their journey, the words that they speak to me will not affect me. They will simply just blow right by me because of the fact that I am so sound in who I am. And also, I won't have as many of those people coming across my life because if I keep putting myself in the right communities, that I'm going to only ever have positive people around. I think what it is, is that over time, you have so many interactions that come across your plate one after the next. You don't correlate them together. You don't even recognize that they're happening together or that they have anything to do with each other. But like one word from somebody 10 years ago that was negative, that affected your psyche, that allowed you to bring self-doubt into your life. And then five years ago, someone else said another word and that word stuck into you more self-doubt and then two years ago someone said another word those three words over 10 years have combined to make you so much more insecure about who you are 
And those words weren't your words. Those words weren't even you. They weren't meant to define you. They weren't meant to give you any kind of self-identification whatsoever. They were simply people's words that they felt at that time due to their experiences in life about what the situation that was happening. And they weren't even accurate about the situation because they don't know all the angles and perspectives of the situation, which means the entire word that you built your self-doubt on or words, series of words, is nothing to do with you at all. And yet, we allow this to happen to us so many times in our lives. And so for me, growing in an environment that didn't have much encouragement, much positivity, much support, much love, uh, it was always my goal to create that. It was always my goal to have a community that supports other people, that believes in other people, that we're all going to make mistakes, but we're going to forgive in this one. In this community, we're going to forgive each other. We're going to let things go. We're going to move past it. We're always going to strive to be someone better. So we're always going to be making corrective actions to our words because our words are our spell, right? We cast a spell every time we speak. The powerful, powerful thing to understand is the power of words and the power of what you say. Uh, but also understanding that you are not what other people's words about you are is are. who knows i'm not a language grammar person matter of fact i don't even know the difference between those two words but my point is is that don't be defined by anyone else be defined by who you know you are the only way you can do that is surrounding yourself with the right people who are going to encourage you to be the best version of yourself that you can be and then also spending time with yourself every single day making sure that you know who you are and what you resonate with. And if you're confused about that, if you don't understand what I mean by that, it's simple. Go read memes all day. And the ones that stick to you, the ones that you feel in your soul, not the ones that you connect with, but the ones that you resonate with, the ones that vibrate your frequency and make you feel something different than just words, are the ones that you need to have. But they're still temporary. They're only momentary. That's the beauty of the internet. The beauty of social media is that we have access to so many people's words, so much information, but we have to know what to absorb and what not to absorb. And we have to let it all go. After the meditation's over, I shake off all of it. Let it all go. Most of which never even share with the public because I don't have time or I just moved on so fast. And then I go through later and realize, man, there's all these words of wisdom that I could have shared with so many people and it's like six days later that i'm posting the meme that i read in a meditation a week ago and people are like oh my gosh that was amazing and i'm like wait i should have shared it sooner so uh that's how much i practice not attachment that's how much i practice not letting these things stick to me even those positive encouraging words is not going to hold me in any place if you're not learning and growing from social media and you're front the wrong people and I can tell you for a fact that almost everyone that connects with me online connects with me because of the consistency of my post, because of the love that I show, because of the positivity. You'll very, almost never, I don't even know the last time I posted anything that was not positive and encouraging on my social media page. But that's who I am as a human being. Does that mean that I'm perfect and I don't make mistakes? Of course not. Does that mean that I'm never negative? Of course not. We have to be all the things, right? But also, I can pick and choose what I want to share on social media. 
That's the beauty of it. Facebook can censor me. Uh, on my Facebook, I can censor other people. So I get to have only positive, encouraging words on my social media. That's the beauty of our pages, right? So we get opportunity. So maybe today the task of the day is go back to your own social media and see what you think about yourself based on your social media page. See if it really aligns with who you are. See if it really inspires you. Or is it something that is not going to inspire you? And then shake it away from there because none of that needs to be there anymore. And that today is a new day and that every day we begin again. And we get a new chance, a fresh life. And that in and of itself is something that you should be so elated and ecstatic and happy about. That everything else just falls away. And as it falls away, you just simply accept life as it is. The beauty, the change, the amount of things, the creation that we talked about in the beginning. As I paint, as I record, I do the things that I do. I'm doing them to create. Simply to create. There's nothing else about this that needs to be done. And that's really one of the questions I asked myself when I started the painting process. And Tara got me my, my paint. I brushes my I don't know anything about painting to be honest with you guys I failed art class but not because I didn't have any creativity but because I understand creation creating something simply to create it not for any personal value or praise or worth is a beautiful and timeless thing and the more we create the more that we have purpose the more we have a reason to be alive. So constantly adding to my uh, things that I can create, right? I mean, I do yoga, I do handstands, acrobatics, I do podcasting. I've got all these different things that are creation forms, but they're just meant to keep me creating so that I'm constantly in a state of creation because that's what we want to be in, right? I mean, if we're not in creation, we're in destruction. And the duality of nature is in order to create, things have to be destroyed. Uh, but the destruction process is not my process. The destruction process is the other people's process that are on the other side of the duality. Mine is the creation. So all I can ever do is keep creating and hope that it inspires those that destroy and those that are destructive to create as well. Because if they're creating also, then we're all going to get to a better place. But as you read and meditate tomorrow, wake up with a new idea, understand that you only want to ever take in positive food, positive music, positive words, positive people, the more that you can put that in your life, then the more you're going to be the result of all of it. Which what? Positive. So, moral of the story, be like a duck. Don't let things stick to you. Let them flow right off you. Stay in that flow state of allowing yourself to know who you are because you meditate every day on that. And therefore... Your bulletproof matrix style, dodging all the negative words and emotions that come at you. And for those of you who are in the healing world, healing other people, understand too that that energy that they are putting out there is not yours to absorb. It's yours to avoid. <laughs> Help them to understand it. Help them to see what they are not seeing. But at the same time, you don't need to absorb that and take that in for you to be able to help them. So, go about your week. Create this week. Also, less attachment. Don't let the words of others become who you think you are. Allow yourself to meditate on what you really are and what you believe in yourself. Those vibrations, I guarantee you when you read the right words, 
or hear the right words, you're going to connect with them. And the frequency that they vibrate at is going to somehow resound inside you. And you're going to feel the words instead of hear or read the words. So have a fantastic week. Create. I got some great guests coming up, by the way. I'm learning how to do online podcasting. So we're going to be interviewing people from other places, which is way cool. Except that I'm going to be able to sit in the same room with them, which is not as much fun. But only positive people so bigger community that's good stuff coming conversations with chris i'm your host chris and today's conversation was with me <laughs> like a meditation podcast oh by the way i got a new power mantra you guys gotta hear. subscribe check it out it's cool uh real cool actually i'd like some people to make it cooler so if you're interested in creating something with me let's collaborate I know how much talent is out there, and the collaborations are what make life really, really fun. So let's make it happen. See you.